0: Welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life, Mm. and today's show is brought to you by Tickle.Life. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, a BDSM wellness specialist, as well as a trauma recovery expert, and a high priest of divine sexual magic, and a pro-dominatrix. All right, so there's a little, little bit about me. Our conversation today on My Orgasmic Life is going to be one that may either inspire you, excite you, or make you really pissed off at me, but I really lovingly invite you to listen to the whole show because I'm going to give you some really cool skills and tips on how to manage this and how to move through this in a different way than you currently are. All right. So I've heard this from so many clients, uh, so many friends that I've had that um, I've caught my boyfriend slash husband slash partner, whoever it is that you caught um, watching porn, and i 'm really angry and i 'm hurt and I feel betrayed and I feel cheated on and i don 't feel good enough and why 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 are why are they watching porn why are what am I not good enough and these are the thoughts and the feelings that are quite typical with this experience now, the reason why this is a very typical feelings all those feelings of again I'm not good enough, they don't love me enough, they're not attracted to me anymore, Um, what's wrong with me, Um, the anger of what's wrong with them, they're just a pervert, they're a weirdo, they're a freak. So there's either a, a reaction of internalizing the experience or a projection of making the other person wrong, bad, dirty, shameful. Um, All the people who are watching right now that are doing lives are giving me lots of thumbs up and lots of love. So thank you guys. All right. Now the problem with the, okay, so let's, let's take why that, that's why that feeling happens. Why does that reaction happen? Well, because we grow up to believe that sexuality is only to be had with our partner. And when we have a sexual relationship outside of that, um, the reaction is that there's this huge betrayal. There's all this shame. There's something wrong. And the thing is, is that I'm here to say, there's nothing wrong. It's healthy. It's normal. It's good for you. It's good for the relationship. And I'm going to talk about the difference between healthy relationship with pornography versus unhealthy relationship with pornography. Okay. So, you know, if you're like, no, again, I lovingly invite you to stay through the whole, listen to the whole show before you freak out and decide that you're pissed off at me. Okay. I'm telling you, it's well worth it because your feelings of freaking out aren't going to change. And the behavior most likely isn't going to change. Okay, so here's what happens. Somebody gets caught. Somebody freaks out. That person promises to never do it again. Then they start doing it. And now they're doing it in secret. So what starts to happen is we got betrayal now happening. So the person is doing it in secret. They're doing it at work. They're doing it um, at night when their partner's asleep. They're, they're doing it all over the place and hiding it and feeling bad and dirty and wrong and hating themselves for doing it. And yet they can't stop doing it. And part of the reason that they can't stop doing it is not because they don't love you, not because they're not attracted to you, not because unless there's a porn addiction going on, which I'm going to define in a second, um, this isn't the reason. The reason is, is that every single person has the right to give themselves pleasure. Your pleasure is not... Yes, your partner can give you pleasure. Yes, you can give your partner pleasure. But it's not the only way in which you can experience pleasure. And it's really important. This is why all of this blows up is because we've been taught that our partner completes us, that our partner is the, if I'm aroused, my partner needs to help get me off. If my partner's aroused, they need me to help them get them off. This is how it is, and if anybody wants to have a sexual relationship outside of that with themselves, that it's wrong and bad, and there's all this drama that's attached to it, so the way to change that is, first of all, self-love, masturbation is everybody's right, so let's just start with that. And if in this moment you're like, no, it's wrong, it's dirty, it's bad, then this is a great opportunity to reach out to me. When the show's done, please come find me at SucculentLiving.com so that we can help you release those societal judgments and societal norms that have been imposed on you, okay? It's not – human nature is not – that somebody else has to give us all of our sexual gratification. We also deserve to have this sexual relationship with ourselves. And when we have this sexual relationship with ourselves, what this does is it brings to the table so much more pleasure for each other. It's through our sexual experience with ourselves that we learn to figure out what we like and what we don't like. It's what creates our imagination, that creates our spank bank, which is our Rolodex of fantasies. It's what allows us to um, try out new possibilities um, within our own mind. And it also gives us a safe space to go on sexual adventuring without breaching any kind of agreement if you are in a monogamous agreement relationship so that's the first piece the second piece of why everybody's freaking out is because we have been taught that monogamy is the way to be yet human beings are actually not truly monogamous. There are a small percentage of the population that are truly 100% monogamous. And so what monogamy really is, true monogamy, and there's different layers of monogamy and I'm gonna talk about those, so please bear with me, okay? So true monogamy is I, you are not attracted to anybody else ever. You don't, you see somebody hot in the, in the, in, out in the mall, you don't even notice them. You are, um, you know, when you uh, are fantasizing, you only fantasize about your partner. Um, when you uh, see a hot, or when you see somebody on, you know, celebrity that's sexy, you don't find them sexy at all. The, now there are small percentage of the population, just like in, because we're animals core of us so just like in the animal kingdom there are a certain amount of species that pair bond for life but the majority of the animal kingdom are not monogamous okay so there's an so then you can have an ethical non-monogamous lifestyle which is another conversation for another time but we most of us are not monogamous But we choose monogamy. So this is called conscious monogamy. And in conscious monogamy, and this is where we are aware that I am attracted to others, my partner's attracted to others, we are still attracted to each other, and there's different ways in which we're going to create space in which we can explore that within the confines of only engaging with each other and that we can have attraction doesn't mean action. Okay? So if this is a huge piece of that conversation of why if you dropped into so okay, so let's let's rewind a little bit. So we have true monogamy and if you were doing true if you were truly monog like true true monogamy, you wouldn't we wouldn't be having this conversation about my partner watching porn. They would be truly monogamous. That wouldn't be an issue. Okay, <laughs> so let's just take that category of people out. All right, they're not watching porn. You're not catching them. Now, what happens is, is that we are faking, pretending that we are truly monogamous, and expecting each other to be truly monogamous. So we're basically delusional. I'm just going to call it as it is. We are moving from a place of delusion. And in that place of delusion, you know what happens? Distress, codependency, freaking out. We are thinking that we need to be monogamous. If you love me, you wouldn't be attracted to anybody else. If you um, really, truly, I was special and I was your soulmate, you wouldn't want to look at other people and masturbate, period, and all of these things. And so... This is where we get into the loop of how we end up in this place of we don't think that it's okay for our partners to masturbate. We don't think it's okay for us to masturbate. We don't think it's okay for somebody to use pornography as a a way to masturbate, as extra stimuli. And so because of that, this is where we run into problems. So here's the, so those are the, that's the real core of it. So if you can change the, the understanding from moving out of the delusions of we're supposed to be monogamous, but we aren't, you start to give each other permission. This is really important. Giving each other permission to have a sex life with themselves, normalizing masturbation as an everyday activity, being able to say in your relationship, hi, how was your day? Oh, it was good. I was whacking off today. This is what I was thinking about. Like it's, it's something that I want to share with you, right? I can share what I was thinking. I share what my experience was. I share what I learned about myself. This makes it so that it's not this isolation place of you're hiding something. Because let's be honest, if people aren't okay with it and there's going to be a freak out or there has been a freak out or there's been shaming or there's been judgment, what naturally happens? is lying when there's distrust lying happens when there's lying more distrust is created so you end up in this vicious circle and that's what ends up happening around this whole I caught my partner masturbating to porn and then the person, and you freak out. And then the person's like, okay, I promise I won't ever do it again. But then they do it again because now they're hiding. So now you feel like they're betraying you because they are betraying you because they're lying because they said they weren't gonna do this thing. And so it's this vicious cycle that goes around and around and around. And it goes the other way too. Like often, instead of like, often the trigger points are pornography. Um, for one partner but the other partner may be around sex toys right so you know that's another conversation but that cycle so if we want to break this cycle the key is not to stop using porn the key is not to stop masturbating that's not what the key to solving this problem is what's the key to solving this problem is switching from unhealthy monogamy to conscious monogamy to normalize that pornography is okay. To, um, I'm gonna give you a, a little exercise as a couple to do. So first of all, this is really important. If you have judgments about porn and erotica, and you feel that there's a lot of shame, you have a lot of shame attached to this, then I highly recommend coming and hanging out with me so we can release that shame before you try to do this with your partner. Okay? So a good way to kind of like bring it from this like separate hiding thing into like, let's bring it into the light. (laughs) No more shady, no more shady feelings around it is to be like, all right, here's the deal. Let's do go on a mutual masturbation porn adventure. And so the first thing is, the first rule of a mutual masturbation porn adventure, which is quite the mouthful, <laughs> is judgment is get, gets left at the door. There's no pervert shaming. There's no slut shaming. There's no judgment. Okay? Important. Leave it at the door. I mean it's good to leave it out of your relationship periodly. but if for this purpose we're going to just start with there leave it at the door the second thing is that each one of you are going to pick some form of pornography so there's different types of pornography there's videos there's audio there's stories and I want you to pick something that's Amateur, if you're going to pick videos, please pick amateur videos. And the reason that I say pick amateur videos is because it's real people having real sex. And this is where we can run into problems with porn addiction and distortion of our sexual perceptions. And it can cause all sorts of intimacy issues and all sorts of stuff is when we are watching high production porn of not real bodies, not real people having real sex, there's faking going on, and it distorts our perception of what sex looks like. And so it starts to cause problems in our ability to have sexual satisfaction with a real person because we have been spent all this time fantasizing about a fake person, okay? So if you watch high gloss, high production porn, um, the first, my first request to you is to change that into watching amateur porn, real people having real sex. That'll be a, a is a really huge piece of it. Okay. So, so you're going to pick, each one of you are going to pick some one of those genres, the audio porn, the video porn, or the stories. And you're going to um, share your top pick with your partner. And you're going to put it on or you're going to read it, whatever it is. And you're both going to please yourselves beside each other, laying beside each other So you're going to masturbate, laying side by side. And what's going to happen is you're then, when that porn is done, the other person gets to share what their pick was. And so what's happening is, is that Instead of it being the secret lying uh, shame thing, um, or you know you don't you're not attracted to me or you don't love me or I'm not good enough, and those pieces that you've kind of been in that loop with each other, this normalizes it, plus it gives you an insight into sharing a part of the things that you find attractive and the things that your partner um, may be thinking about that you had no idea because often we don't talk about these things. So it's like show and tell basically is what it is. And this will start to normalize this experience. The second thing that is really important about this process is I'm gonna say that the thing that was the very first thing, no judgment, no judgment, no judgment. <laughs> No sled shaving, no pervert shaving, no shaving. Okay? If that's really hard and there's like no way you can do that, please contact me so we can heal that shit. All right. The next thing is that um, this can become part of your repertoire, part of your sexy spiciness. Um, you could do this once a month. And that would be a good way of feeling connected, still feeling connected to each other. The other thing is, is that I want you, when you're done listening to this episode and you've showed it to your partner, so your partner can also listen to this episode, so you guys are on the same page and you can throw me under the bus and not you. (laughs) I want you to turn to each other, look each other in the eyes. Tell each other that you love each other, take a deep breath, and I want you to say, "I give you permission to have self pleasure Because if you give each other permission to please one, like to please yourself to have a sex life with yourself, this will." be a huge game changer in your relationship, and it'll be a huge game changer in relation to this topic of porn and porn watching and hiding and stuff like that, okay? Now, let's just quickly talk about, there are some situations where um, there is stuff that needs to be addressed beyond what I've just talked about. So, let's talk about porn addiction. Um, it, which is a real thing. Um, like I was talking about when we masturbate and we, you know, end up having an orgasm, we create new, you know, all sorts of biochemicals in our response and our bodies and our brains and, and it feels good and all these things. So if we're watching images or experiencing something that's giving us that fix, then what ends up happening is that it's the only way that we can get that fix is through that experience we will recreate it over and over and over again. And so like any, so that's one side of it. Another side of it is um, addiction is usually an avoidance. So you're trying to avoid something, whether that's intimacy, whether that's closeness, whether that's vulnerability, whether that's um, not feeling comfortable having, you know, um, being able to have conversations, whether that's Trauma, whether like there's sometimes there is a reason behind why porn and masturbation is an easier way of getting off and experiencing pleasure than it is to have in partnership sex, and there can be stuff that's going on in your relationship that can be a part of that, or there can be just that there's something going on internally with the person, and there's this obsessive uh, addiction happening. And then the other piece is, is that, what else did I wanted to say about that? Is also can be a part of avoiding doing something, so activities. So it's not just about intimacy and sex and pleasure. It can be like, I don't want to avoid doing my taxes. Um, procrastination. Um, you know, porn and masturbation is a great way to, you know, be distracted from doing things that you don't really want to do. So if anything like this is happening for you and, and that's, what's the going on, then please reach out to me so that we can, you know, kind of do some brain modifications. (laughs) Rewire the noggin so that we can move into healthy relationship with porn and masturbation instead of a destructive way. And the other piece, the last piece that I want to say around that is there can be a lot of self loathing that's attached to it. And that self loathing can be, and that taboo and the shame can be also anchored into your arousal response. So that's, can be also a situation that needs to be addressed and worked through whether you come see me or you come see somebody who specializes in human sexuality um and then what else oh the piece that i really want to talk about next before i let us go on our merry way is oh i forgot (laughs) it was good too Maybe it'll happen before I finish. (laughs) Otherwise, basically, I have to do another show about it. Oh, this is what it is. Okay. So people ask me, well, how often watching porn or masturbating means I have a problem? And my answer to that is always this. If it's interfering in your life, meaning you're not getting your work done, meaning you are distracted, meaning you've lost your job, meaning it's interfering in your relationships, it means that you rather stay home and masturbate other than go out and spend time with real people, these are where it is a good indicator that there's a problem that needs to be addressed. Okay? So, one thing I recommend, so make sure you. Give each other permission that it's okay to masturbate and watch porn. Two, change this type of porn you're watching from high gloss to amateur porn, which is super important so that it's not fucking with your brain perception of what is sex and what is pleasure and what does real people look like and what are body shapes and body images and all sorts of stuff, okay? Three, let go of shame and judgment within your relationship around that masturbation and porn is bad or wrong or dirty. Four, do the exercise. Go on your mutual masturbation porn adventure, letting go of all of your judgments, and at least once a month, share with each other, pick your genre, whatever it is it is, and mutually masturbate beside each other while you are sharing that with your partner. Okay, and if any problems come up, you can find me at succulentliving.com. For all of your BDSM um, education needs, you can find me at empressgaia.com. And um, if you're really wanting to shift your relationship from unhealthy monogamy to conscious monogamy, I have a fantastic online course, self study online course called. Um, navigating conscious monogamy so that you can take you through that process of moving out of the unhealthy into conscious monogamy, which is healthy. And um, and once again, this show was brought to you by Tickle.life, um, a fantastic educational hub for all of your sexual education that you might need. And I'm Gaia Morissette. You can find me on social media under Gaia Morissette and Empress Gaia. And don't forget to follow my podcast, My Orgasmic Life, which can be found on all of, the po- all of the podcasting platforms, as well as you can now download My Orgasmic Life app from Google Play Store so that you have um, access to every episode and you never have to miss an episode. All right, that's it. That's all. Have a juicy, sexy day. And again, thanks for hanging out with me. Mwah, bye-bye.